now, you're catching up with Peach. Hey, hey, you're back catching up with Peach. And no matter what time you're choosing to catch up, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, I am so glad you're here. Just for clarity and continuity's sake, I am in the studio on Tuesday afternoon trying to get this in before the fireworks get started. But we're back after taking the month of June off. We are beginning again. And as I've said before, and I'll say again, this wonderful wide world of sports that I love, it doesn't sleep. So the job this week is to get you caught up, brach, on where we are right now, what we have going on. If you're new around here, I take a sport-by-sport approach. So the lineup, we start with football, then we talk basketball, then we've got baseball and hockey. We wrap up with something I call the misfits, which is soccer, tennis, and golf. So without further ado, here we go. First up is football, and really this is just a schedule check. College football starts Saturday, August 26th, and the pro side of things, the NFL, starts Thursday, September 7th. So we're about two months away from all of that, and I know a large portion of the country is counting down to those respective opening weekends. But in the meantime, we got to talk about some other stuff. So that's enough for football. Let's talk basketball. For basketball on the college level, I don't think there's anything drastic to report. The only thing I will say, if you pay attention to college basketball, the player of the year for the men's side of things, Zach Eady, who's from Purdue, he originally was going to enter the draft, but then decided not to. So he will return to Purdue next year, and they will still be a team to watch, even though they didn't have the best tournament showing. They lost as a 16 seed. It will be interesting to see how Zach Eady does with one more year in college, if that helps him improve his what's called draft stock, how he would do in the NBA draft. And speaking of that NBA draft, we just had it a couple weeks ago. Victor Wimbanyama, who's from France, went overall number one, and that's really no surprise. Everybody knew that was going to happen. He's now a San Antonio Spur. The funky thing about this draft, Oscar Shibwe, who's from Kentucky, a player of the year a couple years ago. You may recognize his name. I've talked about him before. He went undrafted and is now trying to earn a spot with the Indiana Pacers. And that just goes to show, and it's really the same thing in the in the col- in the football world, excuse me, and the basketball world. Just because you're good at the college level doesn't always translate to NBA teams wanting you. So we shall see. The only other thing I will bring up in the basketball world, still talking pro basketball, free agency. It's a little bit of a interesting conversation. It's a little bit nuanced, but there are two different types of free agents. There are unrestricted free agents, which means they no longer belong to the team that had previously owned them, if you will, who they were playing for, and they are free to roam about and try and find a new team. That's unrestricted free agent. A restricted free agent means they still are on the roster, they're still a part of that team, but they are free to look and talk to other teams about potential new offers, new deals, things like that. So that's a lot of the conversation right now in the NBA world. Free agency, who could go where, what potential trades are out there. I've linked an article if you want to know a little bit more about it. Okay, let's talk some baseball here. And this is where a lot of the time will be spent because we are in the summer and the summer is for baseball. Baseball's for the summer. 
Obviously, if you know me, you know I'm not mad about this, but we've got the all-star break upon us, which also means we're basically at the halfway point. And again, 162 games, we've already covered significant ground, still have a long way to go. 162 games for the year. Okay. Okay. The all-star break days away. Teams have Monday, July 10th through Wednesday, July 13th off. Tuesday, July 11th is the all-star game. That's going to be in Seattle. The home run derby, which is kind of fun to watch, is Monday. Names like Pete Alonzo, Julio Rodriguez, Adley Rushman are going to be participating in that. And for that all-star game, the 11th, the American League is looking for its uh, 10th straight win over the National League. Okay. The the team that had the most players selected for the All-Star game was the Atlanta Braves. They had eight players selected. And speaking of the Braves, at the time of this recording, they are the major league they are the major league leader for record. They're the best team in the major leagues, I guess is the way to say it. Closely behind them, the Tampa Bay Rays. So, And that's split between National League and American League. So the number one team in the National League, Atlanta Braves, and the number one team overall in baseball. And then the Tampa Bay Rays, number one team in the American League, number two overall, again at the time of this recording. While we're still talking about the Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr., who's a name if you don't know, I want you to become familiar with, and we'll probably talk about him more in weeks to come. He is now the first player to have 20 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 50 runs batted in RBIs before the All-Star break. So like I said, probably need to know the name Ronald Acuna Jr. More to come about Major League Baseball in the coming weeks, but that's just a little where we're at right now. So that's baseball. Real quick little snippet on hockey. I think I had wrapped up uh, and we hadn't had a Stanley Cup winner yet. So it was about a month ago now, but the Vegas Golden Knights did win the Stanley Cup and NHL play resumes September 22nd. So a couple months off there for the hockey world. We'll get back to it when it's necessary. Okay, lastly, we wrap up with the Misfits, and it's a little soccer-heavy at the moment because, yep, you guessed it, it's July, so the Women's World Cup is almost here. Two weeks away from the opening matches, and then the women's national team for the U.S., they open play against Vietnam Friday, July 21st. Also worth noting, Marta, if you are familiar with women's soccer, she's been a prolific goal scorer, super fun to watch, but she's 37 years old, and she has announced this will be her final World Cup. She plays for Brazil. The men's national team right now, uh, they are playing for the Gold Cup. And again, more to come about the Women's World Cup because it's coming fast and it's real fun. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, if you don't watch women's soccer, it's kind of fun. But I'm not biased. It's not like I played the sport or anything. Okay, let's move on. Tennis, Wimbledon is here. And so the number one seed on the women's side of things is going to be Iga Swiatek. And the number one on the men's side of things is Carlos Alcaraz. Again, this is a grass court tournament played in London. The defending champ for the men's side is Novak Djokovic. And for the women's side, the defending champ is Elena Rabakina. In the golf world, still navigating this whole live and PGA Tour merger. I've linked an article that kind of outlined some stuff if you are curious about that. But the more thing, the more that we see things are set in stone, the more we have answers, then I'll start bringing it to you. But in the meantime, that's still the headline when it comes to golf is live and PGA Tour coming together. That still feels weird to say, and it's it happened like a month ago now. 
Okay, that does it for the Misfits. And that does it for this week. As always, I am grateful that you are here, and I'm looking forward to being back here next week with you. Same time, same place. Thanks for catching up with Peach. <laughs>